More anger and violence over the potential of Roe v. Wade going away. A new documentary comes out that is really causing some stir. And we talk today about why right and left doesn't apply the same way here as it does in the rest of the world. All today, Eric's America. You have come to the right place. Hope you love America. Hope you're tired of the same thing all day, every day. Bringing you a different point of view. Bringing you the right point of view. From an everyday American. Recorded all over. No agenda, just America. Hello, welcome back. Um, yeah, I had a, a kind of a issue over the weekend, so I didn't get a Sunday episode out. And so I'm back. I'm back. Uh, everything's fine. Yeah. Just uh, had more work than I could get everything done, basically. So had to uh, prioritize and get the most pressing things done. So that's that's what happened. And now back on it. And boy, uh, things aren't uh, cooling down, which, you know, this has been a trend for a while. Things blow way up. Uh, story blows way up and then it sort of starts to um, you know kind of calm down and go away um, the Roe v. Wade thing hasn't really hit that uh, hasn't hit that climax yet but I will say that from what a lot of people predicted now the actual ruling hasn't come out but uh, for the most part they've confirmed that the leak is true and it looks like uh, that is going to be the ruling but um, you know I think what uh, what people actually believe and what people actually feel is uh, completely different from what uh, a lot on the, especially on the progressive left, really uh, do not understand where the large majority of the country stands on this issue and don't understand that people are not going to get out in the street and burn things down uh, so they can kill babies after, you know, they hear heartbeats and see ultrasounds. It's just not going to happen. You're not going to win a population over like that. And I have a different take on the whole abortion thing that um, I've heard one or pe- one or two people kind of mention but uh, I think this is actually getting closer to the argument that happened several hundred years ago now uh, that really divided the country and caused the Civil War, and that is slavery. I think history will look at this issue the same. We'll talk about it in just a minute. First of all, I want to remind everybody to like, subscribe, rate, review, follow. All those things do make a huge difference and gets more people to check it out and helps the uh, show to actually grow. And it, it really uh, does encourage, uh, is encouraging. It makes you feel like you're actually getting something done. Um, the ratings help. Uh, the review doesn't matter. Uh, you can say whatever. You leave it blank or tell me what's your favorite color. It doesn't matter. That part doesn't matter. It's just the stars uh especially on uh apple podcast uh, the stars really mean a lot so anyway uh, all that that you do is really really truly appreciated and uh it just helps it grow and and more people see it it's it's always a good thing but anyway we're going to get into this today now i do feel like looking at this issue and the way people are adamant about it and the extremes that people go to to talk about this issue does feel 
similar to these crazy arguments, and you can go back and read these crazy arguments people had and, and on the floor of the Senate and in newspapers and, and everything else where, uh, you know, you had these people that wanted to keep slavery so bad. They, they used every uh, imaginable kind of reasoning to do this from whether it was ordained by God or that that was the natural order of things, uh, that it had been going on so long you can't change it now. I mean, do all these arguments sound very familiar? They should. Um, and I think we all agree now that, you know, uh, slavery was horrible. And it, it is really strange because I think, and, and, remind, and just to remind everybody, slavery as a, a worldwide institution still goes on in places but even here, which we were, you know, one of the first, we weren't the first to uh, get rid of it, actually, pretty sure uh, Britain was. But um, we, uh, you know, then uh, fought a, a bloody war to end it, the only place in the world that fought a war to end it. But it is really strange when you think about the passion that uh, people had on on the two sides of this that they were willing to go to war over it and again going back to that reasoning and looking at it now it took a long time and we we're talking about the fight in that you know was you know over a hundred years um and uh, they're talking about now what well, you can't overturn roe v wade it's been 50 years like that's like longer than anyone's ever lived or something it's only 50 years well there were a lot of other rulings that lasted for well over 50 years that we all consider now horrendous and should have never happened so it, it it's just really crazy but i think history will look back and see it the same way the way we look at slavery now like what people did what to other people what are you talking about that's just in, in you know just uncomprehensible. What do you? That's not. People couldn't think that way because we don't understand it. And I think later on, and it may be well, well past when I'm dead. I'm just saying. I'm not saying this is happening tomorrow, but I'm saying well past after I'm dead. Probably people will look back and go, "They did what to to babies in a mother's womb? They did what? How could you? You know?" And I, I believe it will. I, I honestly believe that this is the 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 path that we're on and to see the passionate uh fighting to keep this and you know generally in america and i know i've talked about this generally in america and there's been a lot of like on the street talking to people not the kind of gotcha do you know the answer to this do you know the answer to that oh i got you you're stupid no the more of just the regular conversations with people in the street just you know whoever's there and go hey what do you think of this and this uh, when you talk to most people, they say, listen, here's the thing. Um, most people will tell you first trimester or a heartbeat. After that, most people consider abortion past that point murder. Honestly. And this is not me saying it. This is people on the street, just random people they've walked up to and talked to them and said, hey, you know, uh, you know, what do you think about this? And most of them said, well, I, you know, I don't know if it should be completely banned. And it's like, well, it's not going to be completely banned. Uh, Roe v. Wade just sends it back to the states and they can make their own decisions. And, you know, some states will probably limit it to first trimester or, you know, somewhere around there. And most people are like, yeah, and? That's that's what it is, you know, and a lot of people don't even realize they don't even come close to realizing uh, how insane a lot of these states have gotten with this stuff. And you start talking to just regular people about 
you know, uh, second, third trimester abortions and, and up into birth and even after birth, and people are just appalled. They just, that, that's not what the American people. So if the ones on the left, are, are that's where their their hill is to die on i hate to tell you that i would go as far as probably 80 to 90 percent of america says um no that is not where we're at that is not what we're doing and i would i would fairly fairly easily tell you that most people most regular normal people say hey once there's a heartbeat uh, that's it. It's a it's a life of its own, and it has to be protected. That's not what we're talking about. So that's where we are. But of course, I think the left is starting to read into that and go, "Wait a second. We know this is a bad issue. We can't be out advocating for uh, nine month abortions and get votes because America is going to say you're insane." Which they they are insane they are completely insane uh but i think that is the reason uh that the left has now gone so far so far off the rails because they they know that that's a dying issue so now they're trying to incorporate everything into overturning roe v wade even though reading the opinion if that is the opinion that comes out it specifically says this only pertains to abortion. This ruling only pertains to abortion, period. It has all those elements. It says only and period. It doesn't leave room. It doesn't leave amb ambiguousness to go back and say, well, I think this ruling kind of means this, or I think this ruling kind of pertains to this, or it sort of could be used to you know, bring this about. No. It does none of that. It literally shuts the door on it for that reason, because they didn't want anybody to come and argue something stupid and try to, uh, you know, worm their way into uh, trying to get them to overturn their opinion now because it pertains to something else. They made it specifically or Judge Alito should say Judge Alito made it very plain, clear and to the point that this affects this only period it doesn't affect anything else that has ever been ruled even anywhere around this uh, uh the uh, 14th amendment so which by the way they're not overturning the 14th amendment uh, i heard some stupid person say something about that what, what are you talking about they, they couldn't if they wanted so couldn't if they wanted so that's 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 where that's at uh anyway here we go. Here is uh, someone saying that everything now on the right, it's extreme. I think it's not too great a stretch to say there is some connection between an effort to overturn an election and an effort to overturn Roe. And, and it's this. How? I've been thinking about it. How? What there, are you there is about? a segment of the ideological spectrum now who thinks it has certain kinds of powers and wants to engage in radical efforts to overturn things that they don't like. There's no more incrementalism. There's no more compromise. You don't like the results of an election. You storm the Capitol and you talk about hanging the vice president of the United States and you get the presidency back. Okay. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. And and they just want to overturn everything. I mean, you know what I mean? Being pissed that which this plays perfectly into talking about the uh, Dinesh documentary that I did get a chance to check out. And it was kind of in preparation for the show that I was going to do Sunday. And so I watched it, and then things got out of hand. I didn't get to make the show Sunday. But I did watch it, and I recommend it highly. Uh, it's going to make you angry. 
I'll just put it that way. It's going to blow your mind. It's going to make you angry because the subjects they talk about in it, we're going to talk about that in a minute, but it kind of cuts into this because they're like, oh, well, you know, they were mad about the election. Same as overturning uh, baby killing. Uh, well, no, no. And by the way, this does not overturn any laws. I mean, it really doesn't. It basically says, it basically, Roe basically just said that no state could make any uh, law against abortion in the first trimester and then left it open and ambiguous after that. And, you know, uh, basically took the power away from the people. And that's what the whole opinion is about with Alito. He said, well, listen, it's the people's choice on things like this. It's not explicitly in the Constitution that you can uh, kill people. So, you know, yeah. You know, it's not in there. Uh, I've looked. I have one, by the way. And I recommend everybody have one. Everybody should have a copy of the Constitution. I have my little pocket-sized one. I think everybody should have it because it is very enlightening. You read through it and you realize, yeah, there's a lot of things that aren't in here. Why aren't they in here? Well, it actually says in here the reason they're not in here is because that's up to individual states to decide because the people are closer and have more direct action to their local governments and that those local governments best represent the people in those individual states and the federal government should not be uh overruling them all the time so you know hey there's that little thing and that's what this is all about honestly end of the day this really does not come down to even the supreme court making a judgment on abortion itself doesn't even do that it just says that hey People should decide in their local areas where they have the most voice. If people want it, they can have it. If they don't, they cannot. That's how it's supposed to work anyway. So actually, people who are uh, really into, um, you know, democracy that they scream about all the time should be very happy about this because the crazy places like California, I'm telling you. Uh, they are going to be uh, throwing babies off out of windows because they can kill them so easy now. I mean, they're really going to be excited there. I mean, geez. Um, and uh, Gavin Newsom is really, really mad. I mean, he's really mad about this whole Roe v. Wade thing, even though he knows. Well, I can't say that. I was going to say he should know that it's not going to affect him in the state of California. But um, I don't know because he is pretty dumb. So here he's trying to make a super cool point and be all edgy and tell people they're dumb. Um, no, you are. Here he is. Okay. All of those supports. Hell, they don't even believe in climate science. <laughs> Talk to me about being pro-life. <laughs> Spare me. Oh, yeah, I'm so cool. Yeah, you don't even believe in climate science. Well, it depends on what you mean. Is there a science that studies what the climate has done over the years? Well, yeah, I sort of believe in that. Yeah, I mean, you can have hard data and you can figure out what it's done in the past and, and what it's done leading up to now and might get a pretty good idea of what it'll do in the future because, well, you can't really control it, you know, in any meaningful way. Now, should you uh, just pollute and be a complete douchebag? No, no, we shouldn't do that. That's horrible. But... Uh, as in uh, changing the actual climate, uh, it's going to change. It has for billions of years. And it's going to continue to do so, whether you like it or not. But anyway, he goes, oh, I mean, they won't even believe in my uh, awesome ideas to uh, burn California to the ground because I can't manage a forest or 
kill millions of people at some point because if they allow him to run uh, uh, his plans that he has right now to put all of California on um, solar panels and windmills, oh, there's going to be dead people. I mean, there's going to be lots of dead people uh, for the fact that it doesn't produce enough electricity to keep uh, things running. And there are some really important things that uh, we depend on. Uh, let's just start with refrigeration. Okay, refrigeration is a very, very vital thing for so many parts of your life you don't even think about. And no, it's not just to keep your beer cold. So uh, many things. Uh, they've talked about this before, that if there was something like an EMP attack that took out our technology, and that meant put down the power grid as well, uh, it would just be a few days before anybody uh, that's a diabetic would be dying. Because you can't store insulin outside of refrigeration, so the insulin would dry up and people would start dying. Uh, food uh, that we depend on to be refrigerated to have it for long periods of time so we don't have to go out and hunt and forage anymore for food. Uh, that would go away uh, next very quickly and then people would start to die. There are many, many, many things that depend on this. And, of course, he goes, don't worry. All you got to do is get a Tesla. Oh, wait a second. You don't have enough power to charge the Teslas. You don't even believe in client science, climate science. Jeez, what are you talking about? You're just so dumb. You just plug it into the wall and it works. That's Gavin. Boy, he's brilliant. Uh, anyway, he goes on because he's mad as hell about this Roe v. Wade thing. Okay. Well, you your spare body, me, douchebag. Your body, your choice. My body, my choice. Really? Hey, Gavin, how'd that work with you uh, firing people that didn't want to take the vaccine? Because, you know, unlike... Uh, once it's a separate uh, life growing inside you as a woman. Uh, I believe uh, strapping a mask around my face affects me. And I believe forcing someone to take an experimental drug that apparently doesn't have great efficacy. We're just uh, finding about all that about now. Um, well, uh, we knew it for a long time. Just saying everybody else is starting to wake up to it now. Uh, that's not your body, your choice. Only, only if you will join the death cult and kill babies. Say, the hell will he will not be defeated. He, he won't be defeated. We will stand tall, we mm. will stand firm, mm. and we will affirm the constitutional, currently constitutionally protected rights to kill your babies. It's women not and girls. The reason constitutional the right. right. Uh, yeah, and as uh, yeah, they just said, it's not a constitutional right. I wish. We wish people in California, we wish people like Newsom and the rest of them in California would adhere to said constitution. Again, should have one. I'll send him one. Uh, he probably doesn't have one, and I'm not sure that he could read it if I send it to him, but we could do so. And it would be great if they would stand up and fight for the constitutional rights that are held there within. But uh, they do not do that. California. You can't protect what's not there. And we will assert ourselves, as I said, as Californians, by uh. punching above our weight, working with oh. other like-minded oh. leaders and governors well, and legislators all like, across this country. People. How's your budget, Gavin? And we're not going to roll over. We will not back down. Now you go ahead and keep your stupid abortion factories. Go ahead. The disparities that continue to persist even in a state like ours, even in California. Yes, even in California. You know, uh, if there were some smart uh, people out there, I'm just saying, if there were some smart people out there, 
who uh, decided they really wanted to uh, stop all this uh, craziness with the fighting over Roe v. Wade, and they really wanted to put a stop to the whole thing. They wanted to stop hearing about all of it. All you have to do is point out the fact that it is, in fact, and verifiably racist. It was started by one of the most vile racists. Margaret Sanger was a diehard bigot. And she started Planned Parenthood specifically to kill black babies. That's what she wanted to do. Black and minority, any minority babies and uh, any babies she thought did not uh, were not fit. So poor white people as well. But specifically, she was really uh, hip to killing a lot of uh, black and brown babies. That was her main goal. And that's what she set Planned Parenthood parenthood up to do and strangely enough they do a very good job of then preceding uh, margaret sanger by setting up most of their abortion mills in minority neighborhoods and inner cities to do the work that margaret sanger wanted it to do and so if you really hit on that part and really start pushing that and to start you know just bringing out the fact that hey uh in new york the state of new york there are more black babies aborted then born alive, then maybe, maybe you could turn that around. You know, if somebody was really smart, go, yeah, you want to talk about uh, police killing uh, minorities? Why don't we talk about abortion? Because let me tell you, um, yeah, you might have a serious problem. So uh, that would be one way to shut it down. But, you know, he wants to stand firm on the right to kill, especially poor and minority babies. Loves doing it. Uh, that's what the Democrats have stood for. And this is how you know. That this is a dead issue, and this is how you know that it's historically going to be seen through the same lens as like a slavery or a Jim Crow. Why? Because the Democrats love it, and they love it, and they will fight to the death for it. And that's how you know that it's probably the wrong idea. Because historically, they fought for some really bad ideas. Uh, really, really bad ideas. Um, all the way back to Andrew Jackson fought for some really, really bad ideas. He really wanted to move all the Indian tribes in. If they didn't want to move, well, you just, uh, you know, kind of eliminate them. Um, yeah, that was Andrew Jackson. It was one of his, uh, one of the first uh, bad Democrat ideas. Uh, then they moved on to being very, very pro-slavery and fought a actual war to preserve slavery. And then, of course, all the segregation and KKK and everything else. So they've been they have a really good track record with uh, this issue. They're very hip to it. They are ready to go. Um, so um, but, you know, hey, it, that's the way it works. Uh, Gavin is a. Yeah, he's an absolute moron, and we all knew that. So that's nothing, nothing new, nothing home. So the protests have um, uh, been sparking up around the country, um, and they're getting a little out of hand. Now, this is a strange thing. So CNN and MSNBC, they have come up with a whole new – I mean, I don't know how you square this circle. This one's hard to square, so we might have to uh, do put our thinking caps on for this one. This one is really strange. So – Apparently, according to them, I know you think that the people out there right now are protesting and doing horrible things to promote uh, abortion. Huh. But you would be wrong. The biggest and most dangerous thing that's going to happen because of this is from people who are pro-life. Um. 
It's really weird. So here's the thing. Here we go. Law enforcement officials are preparing for potential violence in the Capitol and nationwide. Capitol Police are warning the far right is calling for violence against a religious group planning to rally for abortion rights. There's a potential for violence against abortion clinic providers, abortion clinic staff. It's really weird. So the far right, uh, according to them, the far right, which apparently includes anybody who... Uh, you know, um, believes in America. Um, they're supposedly planning big protests and violence against people that are protesting for... Hold on. Now, I am old enough to remember that there were some uh, bombings of abortion clinics uh, when I was a baby and very small. I do remember hearing some reports. Uh, we're talking about early 80s. Now, uh, you can do the math. And find out that it's been a little while. It's been a little while since the early 80s and late 70s. Uh, now, I wasn't alive in the late 70s. so But I heard about them. And, uh, yeah, early 80s. Um, since then, I haven't really heard about too many people bombing abortion clinics or attacking people that are pro-abortion. Which is really weird. But don't worry. The, the far right's coming for you, um, I guess. And the far right, I hate this whole thing. Far right, alt-right, all that shit. Um we're going to talk about that in just a second. But uh, there have been. Now, this must be, I have to say, this must be some right-wing Trump uh, fans here uh, did this one. Abortions aren't safe, then you aren't either. That's just part of the message outside Wisconsin Family Action here, and it continues inside the building. What you're seeing around me right now? This isn't the answer to anything. Also written in debris and glass in her office, Wisconsin Family Action President Julian Appling says the message is clear. It's precipitated by the leaked Supreme Court opinion, right? I mean, it's obvious. Madison police say it appears someone threw a Molotov cocktail inside the building. Okay, so they're uh, there to support and help mothers, uh, young mothers or mothers uh, that don't want to get abortions and try to... Uh, help them uh with their pregnancies whether they you know be you know low income or, or whatever and you know they're there to actually help uh people have babies so huh somebody threw a Molotov cocktail i'm sure it was the the pro-life people you know that they like to bomb uh pro-life agencies so Huh, that's weird. Uh, here is some people completely unhinged. Uh, this is a chant that I couldn't believe. And this one I have to talk about for a second because it's so unbelievable. Here's uh, some of the uh, ab abortion uh, activists. Thank God for abortion, they're chanting. I mean, this is, this is psychotic. It is. There, there is. It is. So uh, I, I don't understand that. So if you actually believe in God and you are religious, you're not thanking God for, or think that God would approve of killing children or babies. And if you didn't believe in God, why would you say thank God for abortion? That doesn't make sense. I don't know what the hell's wrong with these people. They have completely lost their mind because that's the point. They know they don't have a leg to stand on. They know this is just ginned up. And here's the problem. This is not going to cause a big enough stir. This is not going to really get people fired up. So the problem is you do not have the financial backing of a, a Soros or a Zuckerberg or a, you know Gates or whatever to really fuel big riots. Protests 
because it's just not going to be a big enough issue. Now, if you thought there was a true like divide in America to where there was like a 50-50 split that you could really gin up like major riots and major things, then they pump their money in. On something like this, they're not. They just got some crazy activists out there who... Um, you know, truly are in some kind of weird death cult and they go out and they chant and make this stuff. You're not seeing, uh, you know, the race riot thing because it's just not big enough. And uh, they know it. They know it. They've read the they've read the polls. They they know what's going on. They know uh, that America does not agree with being that radical. And they know that that when this all comes out and everybody finds out, oh, yeah, it's really nothing. Just my state can decide. You know, uh, and most states, I'm going to be honest with you, most states aren't going to ban abortion. But what will happen, I believe, what most places are going to do are going to go back to a more uh, like a 12 week kind of thing, which, by the way, by the way, is where uh, Europe is at. Strange. Very odd. So, huh. It's kind of strange. Uh, so, anyway, uh, protesters inter- interrupted a uh, Catholic mass. Because they're really upset about it. And of course, they're dressed in handsmade tails, costumes, because that's the only thing they have. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, they, they walked in on a Catholic mass and in their hands made tails outfits that they probably uh, sewed themselves, I'm sure, uh, uh, to protest. Um, I'm not sure what. I'm not sure what they were protesting. Um, the ruling hasn't come out yet, and uh, they're in California. They're probably going to set up uh, abortion clinics like Starbucks in places like California and New York. They just are. The West Coast and the Upper East Coast are going to look like Starbucks for abortion clinics because the middle of the country and most of the sane America is going to say no. Uh, 12 weeks is probably going to be the most, or they're going to have heartbeat bills. Uh, it says once there's a heartbeat, you can't have an abortion. And so people are going to be traveling to get their radical second, third trimester abortions at these other places. And they are not, they're going to be allowed to just make their own decision. So, anyway. That's where we're at with that. Oh, boy, this is really just whew, getting it just it really bothers me because people are so misinformed about all this and they have no idea what the hell they're talking about. Uh, they uh, had some protesters show up to uh, Judge Roberts house. By the way, this is a crime. Yeah, that's right in front of his house. Although, we'll have to say, I thought he'd have a nicer house. Wow. Yeah, that was in front of uh, Roberts. By the way, uh, chances are he's going to agree with you and uh, uh, take the uh, minority position uh, to not overturn Roe, by the way. Uh, maybe he'll change it now. Maybe he's like, you know what? I'm sick of these people in my front yard. Fuck them. Uh, that may really happen. I mean, I wouldn't say that, uh, you know, he's not really big on having a backbone. He's been one of the worst. But, I mean, something like this could really push somebody over the edge. You know, I mean, that's, that happens to a lot of people. They're like, listen, I was willing to kind of 
try to find a middle ground. I was really willing to try to cooperate and make something, but you showed up my house and you made my family and I feel very unsafe and you're in my yard screaming. How about, uh, no, I'm going, <laughs> I'm going hardcore to the opposite side and, uh, we're really going to put the hammer down on this. I, I don't know, but, uh, that's a real possibility. I mean, people always think that somehow this intimidation and, and violence or threats of violence or whatever, really will sway people unfortunately a lot of times it sways them away from you because they're like yeah i want nothing to do if that's what the other side looks like yeah i'm not on that side no no i want no part of that and so you had some crazy uh crazy things going on um you had one woman uh, ripping a baby apart and screaming that she was killing the baby and i mean you just had people that are unhinged and people look at that and they know that's not them they know it's not them that's not average american that's not anybody's idea of what's going on. So that stuff's just going to make your case worse. I just have to tell you. But uh, And what's even really crazy is the fact that it doesn't do anything they say it does. So that's where we're at with that. That's where we have found ourselves. But we'll see. I'm sure there'll be lots and lots of controversy. And the left and the Democrats especially are really, really, really hoping that they can push this far enough that possibly... Uh, not to get as pummeled in the midterms as it looks like they're going to. And this is their last gasp. They're hoping that everybody is just fanatic uh, abortionists. That's what they, they're hoping. They're hoping that everybody all is all in on killing babies right and left, anywhere, anytime. And uh, I hate to tell you, uh, it's probably not. Probably not where it's at. All right. I'm going to take a quick break, and I will be right back. Rated the word. Losing the most bags, shrinking legroom during COVID. American requires passengers to show ID to fly, but attacks Texas's popular voter ID law. Why is CEO Doug Parker trying to appease the radical left? To distract from billions in taxpayer bailouts, from his $10 million payday, from Americans' record layoffs. Doug Parker, American Airlines, serve your customers, not woke politicians. Is constantly political. Why? cover. Congressional reports suspect Nike used forced labor in China. Religious minorities were ripped from their families, sterilized, sold to factories. Nike made shoes in those same areas. Congress tried to ban Nike's labor practices. Nike fought back with highly paid lobbyists. Rather than hiring Americans, Nike chose China. John Donahoe, Nike, stop exploiting foreign labor. Serve your customers, not woke politicians is getting political attacking georgia's popular voting law why to distract from years of dismal sales terrible 2020 results reports suspecting they benefited from forced labor in china coca-cola products are poisoning america's youth and worsening the obesity epidemic so the company tried funding phony science to minimize the harms but they got busted james quincy coca-cola stop poisoning our children serve your customers <laughs> not woke politicians all right, and we're back. Um, I want to talk about this uh, documentary that came out, and the reason I said it kind of, you know, tied in with earlier is this movie is something. It's called Two Thousand Mules. Uh, Dinesh D'Souza, which I think is awesome. He does a great job on on all of his movies and books. Uh, this one is really, really. Uh, it's causing 
quite a stir, I'm telling you. Uh, and it's going to create a bigger and bigger stir. The more people uh, that watch it, a lot of people are going to watch it and be like, yeah, I knew something happened, you know. But to really see it and to really see the scale is just unbelievable. It really is. And to uh, really understand what people are fighting against because it's really hard. Uh, what they uncover really looks horrendous. And the problem is there's only one real way to stop it. And uh, hopefully that is going to happen uh, this this election cycle and going forward. So this goes with a group uh, called True the Vote. And what they did was they pulled geo-tracking from basically four major cities that were in contested areas on the election. And uh, what they found was they put out a thing, and I don't know if you know how geo-tracking works, but basically apps and everything else buy this data all the time because your phone sends out a unique ID. And yes, they can track you. They can track every bit of your life. So you don't have to worry about the government implanting chips in you or doing anything like that because the phone in your pocket is the perfect tracking device. And all that data is compiled, by the way, by companies and then they sell it to different uh, retailers and, and online. They sell it all over the place. Uh, it's a huge business. And it's basically to target you with ads and everything else. But you can buy this data, which they did. And they put a algorithm together that says, listen, if you visited more than five drop boxes. Now, you may say. Or no, they start. They went to five. They actually went to. Uh, they put it at ten. Sorry, ten visits to drop boxes. Okay, now uh, I don't know if you can think of a innocent reason that you would need to visit ten drop boxes uh, to cast ballots. Uh, I can't think of one, a non nefarious reason. But you know, so they put it to ten because they said, well. Uh, you know, taking it down lower, maybe there's an excuse. Maybe you have a large family and you're the one taking all the ballots. I, I don't know. Maybe nobody else drives and you're the only person that drives. Uh, anyway, they set the bar there and they had to, the criteria even went to the point of had to go to these certain nonprofits that were funded by, uh, primarily by Zuckerberg and others. Uh, and a lot of these drop boxes that were private drop boxes, basically, these were private drop boxes funded by Zuckerberg and his wife. And they said, no, 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 we're just helping, you know, because of the pandemic. We got to get more access to voting for everybody. So we need to put drop boxes uh, all over the place. And no, we don't want uh, we don't want them really surveilled or anything like that. No, we just want to put them around every corner and around all these places. And uh, Zuckerberg and his wife funded this 400 million or something. It's just an astronomical amount of money that was put into these drop boxes. And then you had other drop boxes that were uh, government sanctioned. They came from the the states themselves but those had to have security cameras and so there were a few security cameras on some of these drop boxes that they got video from but most of them weren't for the drop box they were uh for store surveillance and different things a few of them did have government surveillance on them and those ones uh the video from it is just really amazing but basically they had nonprofits 
that were left-wing nonprofits. And so they tracked these people through their geo-tracking to show where they went and when they went there. Now, I again, you may have a really good reason to go to several nonprofits and then go to 10 or more drop boxes at 3, 4, 2 o'clock in the morning to vote. I mean, that's when that's prime voting hours, right? That's when everybody's like, yeah, man, it's 3 a.m. Um, man, what did I do with my ballot? I better go find a good drop box to drop this off in or maybe 10 drop boxes to drop this off in. Now, uh, they show this and they're like, listen, we want to show that our data can be reliable, that this stuff is what it looks like. It's not just us going, hey, this is uh, where these people are going. And of course, they have their unique IDs. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. So they have the unique IDs and they're able to go all the way down to find out the people's names and everything else about them. But uh, anyway, it just shows the amount. Now, the one that was truly just unbelievable was Philadelphia. They tracked 1,100 of these people. And the visits to the drop boxes like average like 20 per person. I mean, it's just unreal, the amount. And so it doesn't necessarily mean now everybody goes, oh, well, what were they, fake ballots? Were they this or that? It doesn't have to be any of that. Number one, no state allows for this to happen in the way that it was happening. Okay, and most of the video surveillance showed these people snapping pictures so they could then get paid. And they had some informants come forward and say, yeah, it was about $10 per ballot for the general election. So, you know, 10 bucks per ballot. I got a thousand of men. Wow, man, that's pretty good money, I guess, if you can get it right. It's pretty good money if you can get it. So, uh, you know. They had surveillance cameras. Some of them it showed people with uh, gloves on. And then all of them taking pictures to make sure that they had proof that they delivered these. Now, why would you need that? Is there some reason that when you, I mean, I'm sure that's what you do. You're like, you go and you cast your ballot and you're like, well, man, I better get a picture and make sure that I have verification that I voted. That's not a thing. That's not things people do. But so they wanted to show that they had the capability that this information was right. So you know what they do, and this is what really blew my mind. In the middle of doing this research, they actually put their information to the test and actually helped solve a murder of a little girl in Atlanta using their geo-tracking data that they had purchased because they purchased it, obviously, around Atlanta, in, in Georgia, uh, around Philadelphia, Detroit, uh, several of these highly contested Milwaukee, these areas. Um, in Milwaukee, I think they had less of the number of mules, but they all went to like at least 100 drop boxes. Now, they show the amount of votes, and easily with the 10 plus, the people that went to 10 or more drop boxes, the number was high enough to change the election. When they dropped that down to uh, five or more visits, it was astronomical. We're talking getting close to a million total votes over just these areas. Just these areas, mind you. Just these four major cities, almost a million votes. Now, the votes don't necessarily have to be fake. It doesn't say that. It doesn't even claim that. They could just be harvested. They could be bought. They just... The act itself makes them illegal. 
That is the point. And, you know, going to these nonprofits, I mean, it shows a pattern. Now, if you had this evidence and you were, say, a police officer and you said, hey, these uh, certain people go to these houses and they go to these areas. This is the same surveillance and same things that they use to bust drug rings, cartels. This is how they caught terrorists. This is how they pinpointed uh, Osama bin Laden. This is the same technology they use. They say, hey, listen, we know who this is and we know who this is. And they're going here every day back and forth. We can see their geo tracking, see where they're going, see where they're going back and forth. They go to these same places. Now, not only now do we know who they are, but who they're visiting and where it goes from there. That's what this uh, is all about. And like I said, they helped solve a murder of a little girl in Atlanta using the same information. So this really is blowing up. And I think it's going to make a huge, uh, huge splash once it gets bigger and bigger. Because whereas a lot of people that are watching it right now are, you know, on the right going, well, we knew the election was stolen or felt that it was. This is a whole new thing. And the reason this makes a huge difference is a lot of these were, you know, harvested from people who were ineligible to vote, people who were, you know, uh, had moved. I mean, there's so many ways you can get these ballots. They mailed them out in mass. Uh, people that had moved, people that were invalids, people that, you know, had died or whatever. So what happens is once they go into the system, Unless they are caught beforehand, once they get in there and they're pulled out and they're now they're just a ballot, they're not fake in the fact that these aren't just like printed off things or whatever. I mean, there may be some of that in there. There may be some dead people in there. There may be a whole bunch of old people that are in nursing homes that are invalids and they just go around and say, hey, you know, they get a nurse or a caretaker in one of these places. Say, hey, you know, you got 200 people here. Okay. Um make sure they all get registered to vote so they get a ballot and then i'll pay you you know a couple bucks each i'll give you you know a thousand bucks to get them all together and give them to me and then they you know that's how this works honestly and it's really hard once it goes in the system it's really hard to prove it you can audit it all day up down sideways and you're still going to get a whole bunch of votes that you have no way to know how this happened and that's what made this so nefarious and makes you so angry to watch it because you realize once it's in that system there's no way to reverse engineer that. Basically, you have to stop this from happening again. We can't have just mail out mail in ballots everywhere. And this is what everybody warned about, mostly on the left, actually, uh, for decades, mostly on the left. They warned about this over and over. No, we can't have a bunch of mail in voting. It's really corrupt. I mean, it can be easily manipulated. And they knew how to manipulate it and they put it into action. And if you don't believe that you need to watch it, first of all, because it is appalling. It is angry, make you very angry, too. But on top of that, you see that the evidence of that now, people aren't happy with Biden. He's, he's the lowest rated president ever, I think. I mean, at least since they started doing polling, he's he's got the worst approval rating. People do not like him. They don't like Kamala. They don't like these people. They hate their policies. They're making them poor. They're really screwing up everything. And you see uh, why why they it's a group of people who wanted things to be their way they did not want to let the people decide any longer who they actually wanted to vote and again these a lot of these people that participated they may have been fully convinced i mean you think about it if you were fully convinced that you know donald trump was hitler wouldn't you cheat and and skirt the rules to try to make it happen i mean think about it if we were in germany 
and we had a chance to not uh, reelect Hitler. You know, and there was a way that you could skirt the law or do whatever to get him out of office before he killed six million Jews or whatever the case may be. You would do it. And so, you know, there's there's this crazy, like, hell-bent thing from a lot of these people that literally bought into the whole thing, that, that Donald Trump was Hitler and they would do whatever. It didn't matter that they were breaking the law. They were just, they were doing it for the greater good. And, of course, those are the people that elites pick out. They're called the useful idiots because they wanted their plan in place had nothing to do with the actual people. So this was really blowing up. And there's some people that, and I'm saying this, it doesn't mention the movie specifically. But it's really funny because this came out literally, the this uh, little report or this um, little news hit came out the same day or the day after the first viewing of 2,000 Mules. And... Uh, it was really funny because I felt like, wow, man, I know what they're going after. Or it may have been the day that it was going to come out. So it was like a uh, um, a preemptive strike that uh, I just felt like they were trying to get it in or trying to start a narrative already. At this hour from the Department of Homeland Security, that agency warning police departments across the country that false claims about the 2020 presidential election are fueling calls for violence on social media. Really? Have you heard a lot of that? Did you catch that? Now, it was just uh, the same day. They're talking about, no, it was uh, they were calling for violence against uh, Roe v. Wade overturning, uh, but it was going to be the right-wing people that were going to attack, which made no sense whatsoever. But then listen to that. It said, oh, well, no, it's the... this hour from the Department of Homeland Security. Oh, Homeland Security. My Warning police departments across the country that false claims about the 2020 presidential election are fueling calls for violence on social media. Yeah, so what it, basically what they were doing is trying to take people who went and saw the movie. And they knew how mad people were going to be once you watch this. And you will be if you go watch it. 2,000 Mules. I, I can't recommend it enough because it's very enlightening. Because... They make the case. They say, listen, it doesn't matter what ballots these are. It doesn't matter in a lot of cases, even if they are uh, real people, which most of them probably were. It's, it's, you just have to really watch it. They're illegally cast, so they shouldn't count anyway. But, you know, the way they get them and everything else is very nefarious. But they're saying, hey, a lot of people are watching this and a lot of people are talking about this on social media. They're getting upset. And so we're going to preemptively strike this. And that's, that's really what, um, that was uh, aimed at. So that was very interesting, and I do recommend it highly. You gotta gotta check it out if you can. Two thousand mules. It was really good. Um, don't worry though. Don't worry. Uh, Merrick Garland. Uh, he's uh, you know he's feeling a little behind Mayorkas. You know Mayorkas uh, in the Homeland Security. He's got the Ministry of Truth now, and uh, you know uh, well as long as it lasts, it's going to be eliminated soon i'm pretty sure but anyway until then he's got that and merrick garland did not want to be left out he needed a new uh committee a uh, new situation going on at the doj department of justice and he came through with the president's executive order on tackling the climate crisis at home and abroad we are issuing a comprehensive environmental justice enforcement strategy communities <coughs> of color indigenous communities and low-income communities often bear the brunt of the harm caused by environmental crime, 
pollution and climate change. Mm. That's really strange. I was not aware of that. Did you know that if you are a minority, pollution affects you differently? That is, that is, that's weird. Very odd. Very weird. Uh, but of course, yeah, he needs his new section. So he's setting up a new section for climate justice, which anytime they put justice, you know, it's just a Marxist organization that are going to uh, try to uh, intervene, uh, destroy your personal freedoms and liberties and uh, go way into privacy that they have no reason to be into. Uh, that is, uh, yeah, that's going to, that's going to happen. That is going to happen for sure. Um, Biden had gotten into this week. I hadn't really got to uh, Biden's past week. He really had an interesting week. Uh, he is very over the top on uh, the pushing the insanity that these guys have gone to over Roe v. Wade, and uh, he's really gotten into it now. What happens if you have a uh, state change the law saying that, that, that children who are LGBTQ can't be in classrooms with other children? What? Is that, is that legit under the way that the decision is written? What are the next things that are going to be attacked? Because this MAGA crowd is really the most extreme political ex organization that's existed in American history. Wow. MAGA crowd is the most extreme political organization that's ever existed in history. Huh. Wow. You know, sometimes I go, oh, he's just speaking in hyperbole. He's just being hyperbolic. Um, no, he's just being idiotic. That's the stupidest statement I've ever heard. Number one. Uh, what does uh, killing a baby have anything to do with LBGTQIA2 plus children? D did you hear the last part of that? Children. How about um, we don't sexualize children? There would be a thought. I know that's going way out on the fringes of thought, but maybe we won't sexualize children. Then it doesn't matter what sort of genitalia they would prefer when they become old enough to then explore that side of their life. Have we thought of this? Have we thought of this idea? I think we have. I think we had this all figured out a long time ago, but, you know, who knows? Um, he really had a great week. Now, uh Ducey, Peter Ducey, actually uh, was pushing on Pasaki, um, you know, good old Pasaki, who is going to, uh, she's going to uh, uh, be gone Friday the 13th, which is the perfect day for the bride of Chucky to be gone. And so she'll be gone Friday the 13th. But uh, she had some great words that he loves baby killing. Talking about the judgment to choose to abort a child. Well, the president's view on a woman's right to make choices about her own health care is well known, well documented, well stated. He said abort a child. I understand, that. Peter, but what I'm telling you is, is what his position is. And how can you guys say this is not a political issue when the president's statement about this talked about getting pro-choice officials elected? Did I say it's not a political issue? Uh, yes, you actually said some call it a political issue. It is not. Oh, yeah, he's beating up on the bride of Chucky there. Um, but she'll be gone. She's, she'll be gone soon. Uh, she uh, she is just really good. Uh, I don't want to miss this. almost missed it. I, I want to get, um, you know, Veep thoughts. Veep thoughts about this before we move on with the rest of Biden's uh, gaffarama this week. Uh, his brain sputtering out. And um, Kamala had some real, real, just 
inspired words. I believe you might know where these words came from, though. Who are trying to recognize the use of the law against women. Well, we say, how dare they? How dare you? How dare they tell a woman what she can do and cannot do with her own body? How dare you? How dare they? Mm. How dare they try to stop her from determining her (laughs) own future? How dare they try to deny women their rights and their freedoms? Mm. That's a really strange. Now, first of all, yes, she did uh, channel her inner Greta Thunberg. Uh, how dare they? How dare you? How dare you? Can't believe you would want babies to live. How dare you? Um, yeah, that, that, people aren't arguing about that. Uh, uh, we're arguing about the fact that there's, um, you know, another life involved. Uh, and most people, I'm going to go back to this. Uh, most people in America are like, um, yeah, you can't kill a baby just because, um, mm, it's not financially a good idea. And that's what they're pushing for. That's what they've wanted the whole time. It's not about the health of the mother. It's not about anything else. It's literally people going, ah, man, you know, I know I had this uh, wild thing go on. I got pregnant. Um, but uh, I want to be a gender studies major and have a really, really good career as Jen Pisaki. And... I can't do that with a baby, so I got to kill it. That's that's not a choice. I mean, can you imagine if we legalize that choice for everybody? So, oh man, you know, I had this kid, and now it's two or three years old. And it costs a lot of money. Let me just get rid of it. I mean, it's it's insane. That's convenience is not an excuse or a reason to be ending the life of anyone. And yes, I mean a life. I'm not talking about, like I said, you know, rape incest. Most people agree with that. Most people set the bar at honestly 12 weeks and say, hey, after 12 weeks, it's a child and don't touch it. So we'll see what happens. I I don't know where this is all going to end up. But uh, Biden had some really bizarre things going on this week. First of all, this is him in Ukraine. I have to play this because this is just really weird and bizarre where he's bragging that uh, Ukrainian mothers are naming their kids. And this is really strange. Freedom and sovereignty in Europe years ago. That's true again today. Those Japanese missiles, like the ones manufactured right here in Pike County, they're highly portable, they're extremely effective against a wide range of armored targets. They can hit targets up to 400 meters away. In fact, they've been so important. There's even a story about Ukrainian parents naming their children, not a joke, their newborn child, Javelin or Javelin. Not a joke. Yeah, that's just bizarre. I mean, why would you brag about something like that? Ukrainian mothers are naming their children Javelin or Javelin after a missile system? That's just weird, dude. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I know you're at a, a plant where they make uh, munitions and make these things, but I'm not really sure that people are inspired by that. It's just weird. Can you imagine if you were, I mean, you know, I work at a factory. We make things. I can't imagine somebody be like, yeah, man, they've uh, decided to name their kids after what you make every day. So good job. Um, It'd be weird enough for that. And uh, it's very weird about uh, missiles. Like, I I don't know. I don't know where that comes from. I mean, it was really hard. He slurs so much and, you know, is echoey. But, yeah, it's basically what he was saying is, oh, they're so great. These missiles are great that people are naming their kids after them. That's just really strange. Um But obviously now everybody's getting on board with the inflation situation. 
the inflation situation is bad. It is very, very bad. It is really screwing up everything. Uh, so uh, finally, uh, somebody on the left, uh, finally an economist on the left, uh, decided to come out and say, hey, listen, uh, we've got to stop lying about this. Um, ooh, this might be a huge problem uh, because, you know, it's going to bite us in the ass. So maybe we should get out in front of it. So he comes out and uh, goes ahead and admits that, uh, yep, a recession's coming. I think a recession is at this stage you know, almost inevitable and we also see uncertainty about oil prices up and down etc and so you know as i've said earlier it's a witch's brew and the probability of a recession is i think unfortunately very very high oh yeah yeah it's very high it's very high but don't worry don't worry uh because uh biden uh he's he's on top of it don't worry he's on top of it. here he is today uh talking about uh, uh what the reasons are for it taking inflation uh, very seriously and it's my top for domestic priority. But first, I want us to be crystal clear about the problem. There are two leading causes of inflation we're seeing today. The first cause of inflation is a once in a century pandemic. And this year we have a second cause, a second cause, Mr. Putin's war in Ukraine. You saw, we saw in March that 60% of inflation that month was due to price increases at the pump. Right, which I don't know if he knows this or anybody else knows this. He's directly responsible for it. Uh, you know, because I think people forget. Um, they forget this. They really forget this. It's really strange, but uh, remember this? Let me answer your question very directly. President Biden remains absolutely committed to not moving forward with, with additional drilling on public lands. Oh, no drilling. Well, that means uh, fuel prices are going to keep going up there, Joe. Don't worry about anything, though. Inflation, it's not a problem at all. I don't know if you know this, but Biden has told us, don't worry about inflation. You should be proud of inflation. I know you're getting poorer. You're not going to be able to afford food or to go anywhere. But, hey, listen, uh, it's, it's not to worry about. Here you go. Chairman Powell said last week that the number one threat is the strength, and that strength that we built is inflation. The strength that we built is inflation. I don't know. I'll move on after that one. I don't know what the hell. Um, I, I mean, it's just a misfire. Here's more Biden brain misfires. So the best way to get something done, if you if you hold near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to. Anyway. Uh, anyway. Oh, I gotta go. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I'm sure he'll be fine, though. I, I'm sure that there's no uh, no problems there at all. Sure, it's going to be just fine. No worries. No worries. Uh, as we talked about earlier, uh, this is something I have to get into. Um, when they come up with all this stuff, we hear about uh, the MAGA crowd's the most extreme. We got the extreme right. Uh, the right's going to go out and kill people because abortion. Roe v. Wade's going to be overturned. I guess I. None of it makes any sense. And the reason none of it makes any sense is because the premise is wrong. The premise is completely wrong. Right and left are completely wrong. The reason they are is because the system of right and left politically was set to European ideology. Okay. Was there something different? Just ask yourself real quick. Say, well, the rest of the world sees right and left as, you know, left is the, the communist and the right is Nazis. Uh, 
there's only one problem. Most of the rest of the world has either socialism or some kind of socialistic, uh, you know, democracy of some kind or you know there are some uh you know fascist uh, factions that are national socialista national socialism um all these things come from the same branch they, they're all grown from the same branch they may be opposite sides of that branch but they're the same basic principles of a large centralized government that tells everybody what to do and basically they're arguing over what the government should tell people to do and how forcefully and how that looks the problem is no one takes into account that there is a third category and there has been now for several hundred years uh there's been a whole new ideology and this is what gets glossed over and they don't talk about the brand new ideology to the entire world was this little place i think you've heard of it uh, called the United States of America. Yes. And see, they had a completely different idea of how you do all this. Okay. They weren't looking for a king or a dictator or any of that. See, we set up a constitutional republic, the one and only that exists on planet Earth. Now, is that a coincidence that we're the most uh, rich, the most successful, the most innovative, the most free nation on Earth? It may have something to do with it. It does. There is a rumor that there is something to do. They have something to do with each other. There's also the fact that nobody takes into consideration. Now, if you are in Europe and you say, wait a second, what's right and left, you are talking about a completely different thing. See, because of the fact that no one else on planet Earth has the system we do and the ideals behind the system that we created, which has now inspired people around the world to come up with constitutions, and even though they don't follow them very often, um, the whole idea was revolutionary. It was a true revolution in thinking. It wasn't, oh, well, we had a king. Now we're going to have a dictator. That's sort of two sides of the same coin. We went different. That's why the right or what would be considered classically liberal is different. It's completely different. So when they argue alt-right, they mean the right side of their side. The right side in America, what would be considered the right, is classical liberalism, is limited government, more voice for the people. It's, it's just so different. People don't understand why, uh, you know, and, and the rest of the world who lives in this right or left, you know, communist or Nazi kind of uh, extreme world that we don't. We don't live there. And our ideology was revolutionary to the entire world. So our, our ideology does not swing the same way everybody else's does. We're categorizing it wrong, so wrong. And this drives me nuts when they're like, oh, well, you know, that person's extreme right wing. They must be a Nazi. No, that would put me on the, the opposite uh, side of the same side of the coin that you're on. One wants a communist. You know, you have like the Bernie Sanders communist and then you have the, the Antifa more Nazis. You know, there's there's this weird disconnect over on the other side of sanity are the people going, no, America is is where the idea is. That's where we live. That's the ideology that we want to live under is these ideas that were put down that created this country. That is where our right lies. And that is why we're completely wrong. And that's why all these arguments are completely insane. We're not arguing the same politics as Europe. They've never, ever, anywhere else on earth had the system that we have. 
So therefore, using that antiquated system to compare ideologies of there and here are completely wrong. But the left uses it so much in this country. The progressives use it so much in this country. The progressives were the Nazis, by the way, and the fascists. Just, just to let you know, that's who the progressives were. You had the communists on one side and the progressives on the other. That's not what we have here. We have the communists and progressives kind of fight it out on the left-hand side of the spectrum. And on the right side, we have libertarians and conservatives. It is completely a different world. And that's what, that's what we really need to push. That's what needs to get out there. People need to understand that you can't be afraid of somebody saying, oh, well, you're, you know, you're right wing. Yeah, I am in America. I, I'm not in Europe. You know, I'm not right wing in Germany because I'm not German. I don't understand their system. I didn't grow up in that. That's not the system that I uh, was either born into or, you know, elected and volunteered myself to join. That's not where I'm at. That's not the ideology I even understand because that's not what I was taught or brought up in or studied. And that's what people really need to understand. So we have to reframe this. It's really an Overton window moment that we need to take advantage of and go, listen, no, we, we can't keep fighting over these same stupid rules that don't even apply to us. It's like the whole same idea is it would be like, hey, we're going to go play you know a game of football, but we're going to use basketball rules. And everybody go, well, that doesn't make any sense. Exactly. It doesn't. We're playing a different game. So therefore, we have to have the rules apply to what we are doing. And it's not a game, even though most people look at it as some kind of game. It's not a game. It's, it's life and death and it's real consequences. But we have, to have the, we have to have the right rules for our system. And this has gotten so far out there. And people don't understand it. And many people are scared to death of being called right wing. Oh, you're right wing. Oh, you're right wing. Uh, I hate to tell you, most of this country in the ideology that I'm talking about, you know, in the American ideology, the American forms of, of, you know, political ideologies, most of America falls right of center. We're not on that, you know, communist fascist situation. We're on the American side of the situation. That's what makes us different. That's why people don't understand. They, they really have framed this in a European style ideology and it's it just doesn't work we don't have that no one else has what we have and they don't have those ideas to be upheld so therefore yes we get painted into some kind of weird box well there's a bunch of alt-right well i i don't know what you're talking about if you're talking about neo-nazis yeah there's five of them uh probably somewhere in the woods that uh you know get together once a month and 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 do whatever the hell it is they do but uh the majority of americans are on the side of america and apparently that makes them right wing, but it's an American right wing and we need to push this. We got to make this framed correctly or it, it just really gets out of hand because people get scared of the title. They don't understand. They don't understand the, the reason that things are the way they are. Anyway, I have ran out of time today. I will be back Sunday. There won't be any crazy hiccups this weekend, so I will be back Sunday with much, much more. We'll see what happens uh, with all this uh, protesting and everything else. Um, we'll talk about a lot of things. 
stock market dropping. We'll find out why. And the new press secretary who will be coming in. We're going to talk about her. Uh, just a heads up. She's worse than the last. She's worse than the bride of Chucky. So uh, got a lot of clip on her and what she's been up to for the past several years. Uh, very interesting. But uh, please do remember to write uh like, rate, review, follow, all those things do help out a lot. Tell a friend about it. If you like it, you hate it, whatever, maybe they'll like it or they'll hate it. Either way, at least they'll check it out and find out for themselves. Uh, if you want to send a message, uh, question, comment, story, whatever, you can do so on Facebook at Eric's America Pod, the website, Eric's America.com. And uh, you can also find me on Twitter, Eric's underscore podcast. Uh, Hit up the Twitters as well. Trying to do uh, some more things with that. And you can send an old-fashioned email, ericsamericapod at gmail.com. All those come to me because, well, there is no staff. If there were, I probably would have had a show Sunday. Anyway, I'll be back on Sunday. Just remember, until then, no agenda, just America. America.